Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So recently, uh, Samantha and I had a very long conversation <laughs> I had a lot of like things I needed to say. I was on my little, you know, tirade and I, I needed to let them out. I'm sorry, but when it comes down to taking responsibility, men, why? Yes. Yes. That was, so we're, this is our part two of a two-parter, an accidental two-parter, as they sometimes happen, <laughs> uh, where we were talking about dating today. And this was inspired by a conversation I had with a group of friends I was hanging out, women, and they were telling me about their bad dating stories. And I was just like, kind of horrified, to be honest, uh, that that is what dating is. But the original intent was we were going to share funny, our own funny dating stories, which we we are going to in this episode, even though we both have our own terrible, bad dating stories. But it's just hard. You can't separate that out. You can't separate the reality that a lot right. of us are facing as women when we date. And a lot of these things that it's, to me, outrageous and a, an absolute crime that this is what dating means right now, that you might experience right. some of the things people are telling me that they experience, and that's just part of dating. Right. By the way, did I tell you that the new thing is having voice messages on your profiles in dating sites? Oh, no. I feel like that's terrifying, right? <laughs> I'm very, yeah, I'm very torn about that because I feel like I get the intent, but also that sounds awful. <laughs> right. I, I'm honestly wondering, oh, and I didn't even tell you this part. And I know okay. we we're going to talk about experiences and I never really did it. At one point in time, I almost joined a dating club and I, I need to know if people did this, a dating social club. Oh. where you all do activities together and match mm -hmm. up. So it could be, I think one of them was like whitewater rafting, and mm -hmm. but you pay $150 mm -hmm. to join the social club. And of course, I'm not even talking about Rhea dating site, which is a private 
membership base for really like high up there. So I believe celebrities are on there. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. And the uh, waiting list to get on there is like years long. Years long. Wow. Years long. Anyway, but all of that to say is I tried this one social club and I went and sat down with an agent. There's an agent. They had their own office and had this whole interview with them. And I was like, I cannot on, and I was a social worker. I cannot afford $150 a month to do activities. And it's supposed to include all the activities. Like I think you do two a month or something, but I'm like, "I, I can't, I can't do this. But I, do they still exist? Has anyone tried these? I need to know. Yes, please, listeners. I want to know about that. I've never heard about that, and I want to know all about that. It's a whole uh, thing. Yeah. And I was going to make you do a speed dating thing once. I still want to do that. You I'm going to make you do this. Just to, just to experience. I would do it. I would do it. I think I would be incredibly awkward and uncomfortable, but I would do that. Both of us. Yes. Both yes. of us. Well, that's kind of what we're talking about in this episode, because we are focusing on sort of those incredibly awkward, uncomfortable dates. And I do, I really do want to hear from listeners because both Samantha and I have plenty of bad stories that are just truly awful, but kind of funnier uh, bad dates that we've been on. So I'll start. Uh, I once went on an accidental date with a guy to the dining hall at Georgia Tech, which is the college I went to, and he didn't have any money. So he had to use my buzz card to pay for terrible dining hall food. And he accidentally spilled his his dish all over my white shirt. Beautiful. Yeah. I my actual first online date experience happened mm-hmm. when I was 24. Mm-hmm. I went through this entire thing and finally got the confidence to go out on this date with a dude. And I believe it was on Match.com. And I did pay for it, if I remember correctly. Also, by the way, have y'all been watching these commercials? No. For Match.com and eHarmony? Y'all, it's serious. It's getting serious out there. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. So I went on a date with the dude. I was a vegetarian at the time. I had read Skinny Bitch. I don't know if you remember this book from way back when. Essentially, it was this book about vegetarianism where the women were just talking about, you know, the meat industry and how ugly it can be and trying these things. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, let me let me be a part of this. And I get it. So at that point in time, he and I had been talking online, building rapport, finally decided to go on a date, went to a suburb of Atlanta towards Cobb County. I know y'all don't know where that is, but just (laughs) suburb. And we went and met at uh, like a fancy place, I think Maggiano's or something. But I was petrified of uh, going on a date, A, with a man I never met, B, in a location that I that wasn't where I lived. Um, and then also, this is one of my first dates ever, ever, mm-hmm. point blank ever. So not only was I really nervous, I was freaking out. So my roommate at the time decided, we decided that she and her boyfriend at the time would, would come to the restaurant and make sure I was okay. No lie. We go and get seated. Dude and I got sat and... Immediately knew he was disappointed. I immediately, his face said it all. And I was like, okay, cool. As I looked up, I look up and see that my roommate and her boyfriend were seated right behind us, right Mm. behind us, able to hear our entire conversation, everything. I could even hear her say, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. So 
Two of these things are like, oh my God, what is happening in my life? And at that time, we were talking and he just sat there. We ordered our food and he orders, of all things, knowing that I'm a vegetarian, but not knowing why, Mm -hmm. veal. He orders one of the most politically incorrect meats ever to exist outside of foie gras, essentially, veal. And I just sat there and stared at him for a minute. He's like, you know... I just like to order things that I can't cook myself. So, and he is going to town on it. After we get done with our conversation, which I can't even remember because it was that bland, bland of the bland, we left (laughs) and parted ways and never talked again. But I was just like, what is this? And why have I done this? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a power play for sure. Oh my goodness. rant for a sec please pay apps are way too public what happened some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and i realized people can see my entire history who i'm paying like full names it's super weird yeah it's weird how are you paying your friends then apple cash it's all in messages you can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends random people can't see it did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. Not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association member FDIC. Okay, well. Oh, no. Uh, I once went on a date with a guy to the Olive Garden, also mm-hmm. in the suburbs. And then he proceeded to pour a drink on me to prove a point. Uh, and then I asked for my pasta to be packaged up and had to wait for him to finish so he could drive me home because he was my ride. <laughs> I've had that. As in fact, another date that I've had after my experiences, he and I met up at one of our local bars in Atlanta. And he's sitting there with his computer, and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? 
nice to meet you, in which he proceeds to tell me that he is an entrepreneur and that he was uh, getting ready for, or he had just finished one of those two things, a big pitch meeting because people were really excited about his new program in which he shows me. And this program, yes, so I, my date turned into a presentation, y'all. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> turns his computer around to show me that he has started this pitch in which he has created a network where you can select up to six friends to sit and share messages and get a group chat and all these things. And at that time, by the way, was when, uh, was it this Google Circle? Y'all have to remind me at that point in time, which is supposed to have your six friends and all these things. And it had already been happening. And I said, wait, is this like Google Circle? Like, is is that what this is? (laughs) And he was not happy and goes, no, 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 it's different because you don't have to use Google. And it does this and this, which essentially is what Google was. And I was like, so Google Circle. Mm -hmm. He did not like that. I'm sure but he, he thought I was not. being funny. This is one of those moments when dudes think women are just being funny to mm. be cute and flirty. And I'm like, I'm not being funny. I'm serious. And yeah. I'm calling out how this is fallible. This is not, this is not right. going to work, bruh. This is not going to, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, and I was like, you know what? That's interesting. As he continued to explain to me why it was different. Because he mm-hmm. thought I was joking. And mm-hmm. at that point, Sarah, like, the waiter comes and he goes, would you like another drink? I'm like, no, I'm good. Can you go ahead and give me the... Bi-? And he's like, no, I'll have another beer. So cuts me off. Oh, After I said, no. no, I'm good. Can we get... So I had to wait and watch him get a whole other beer in oh, where he no. proceeds to split the check. Mm. And we leave. Mm. He tries to give me a hug. And I was like, I'm good. Bye. And then he sends me pictures of some art he did that didn't make sense. And he was like, look, I thought mm-hmm. of you and did this. And it was just squiggly lines. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you, oh, <laughs> you're stirring some memories. I forgot. Oh, gosh. Another, <laughs> another bad date is coming to mind. One time, this guy took me to a pizza restaurant that's very near me. And I, no joke, I think I said literally nothing on the entire date, and he just proceeded to tell me all of his thoughts and opinions about Game of Thrones. And then I was walking to my car, like, I was like, goodbye! I'm getting in my car, and he's still talking to me about Game of Thrones. He's following to my car. (laughs) He's still talking about Game of Thrones. I'm, like, getting in, and he's, like, still going, looking in the window, and I just sobbing like, away. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> what just happened to me? Oh, oh my God. And I forgot my iconic first date ever okay. at 16 years old. And it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with online dating. He was a friend of my brother's. Mm-hmm. And he and I went on one date. It was fine. And that okay. date was going to church together. We went to church oh, together. My. Second date. I go with him. He goes to, uh, we ended up going to his house for some reason. We didn't go in, but he had to go Mm -hmm. do something in his house. This is in the day and age of CD players that get hooked up to uh, your truck or your car. He had a truck. Um, So we had, because of cassette tape. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so he had a CD playing. And at one point in time, I'm sitting in the corner. We're just talking. And again, cool, everything's cool. The CD starts skipping, as it sometimes does. Yes. He smacks it a little bit. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it does it again. 
he smacks it a little harder, kind of screaming this time. And I was like, okay, what's happening? And then it proceeds to continue to skip. So he picks up the CD player. Yes, it's like a portable CD player and starts smashing it on his head, screaming about how nothing works and just screaming and slams it down. And then I just sit there and stare at him. And he continues on his conversation to the end of the date. We go home, I go home, and I'm like, oh my God, what just happened? In which he proceeds to call me, and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work. In which he starts screaming about how he loves me, oh and that goodness. how this was we were meant to be, and that Jesus had brought us together, and that there's no one else for him. And I said, you'll be fine. I promise. He's like, no, I won't. I will never be okay. This, you, I will never be okay. Mm-hmm. Two dates, y'all. Two dates. Wow. That, now wow. that I'm thinking about it, that might have been why I didn't date till I was 24, to be fair. <laughs> you were like, this is, <laughs> all right, if this is what it is, then I'm out. I'm out. I have been proposed to for marriage twice. Those huh. are, yeah. I've never been proposed to. Oh, wow. I would have vomited and run away. <laughs> I kind of did run away both times. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I had another date where I told the guy I was sick and he thought I was trying to just get out of the date, but I was sick. And then he was like, no, no, I don't believe you. We're doing the date. I don't care. If you're sick, I'll get your germs. If you so I show up. I threw up all over him uh, when he tried to kiss me, like everywhere. And then he walked in on me in the bathroom peeing because he was worried. Oh, hell no. Yes. Oh. No, hell no. I told him I was sick. I told him. And then I was like, oh, well, I'll be fine. Nope. Puked all over him. (laughs) Good for you. He deserved that. He did. He did. (laughs) And then I had a guy, one time a guy was doing what he called spider touches. And he was just like doing these like spider fingers on my back. And then I told him to stop. And then my shirt, my blouse, all the buttons popped off (laughs) because of the the way I like stood abruptly. Luckily, I had an undershirt on, but I left in a fury. (laughs) This seems like fiction. Like this. No, that sounds like fiction. Wow. It happened. I can't tell if it's the beginning of porn or if it's the beginning of a Hulk series. I felt like I felt like I was standing up for myself, to be honest. I was mad. Okay. I was real mad. <laughs> Get him. I like yes. it. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com. 
where America goes to hire. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. I, I will say I have a few more stories, but to be honest, they, they do go down the little darker road. I will tell you, I have been the bad date before where I kind of just lose it and am so nervous that I can't mm-hmm. stop talking mm-hmm. to the point that the dude thought I was endearing, though. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, this is going really bad. I can't stop talking. Please make me stop talking. Yeah. I've been the bad date in terms of I didn't really want to be on the date. And I probably should have just said that. But Aww. I went along with it because I was like, maybe. But I I have definitely been a not-so-nice date before where I'm just not interested. Not yeah. Interested. You know what, though? And I have just recently discovered this term. I have mm-hmm. been a victim of love bombing. And I did not realize that was a thing. It mm-hmm. felt very validating when I was like, oh, uh-huh. Oh, that's what happened. That was manipulative. How dare he? Yes. Yes. And we want to come back and do an episode on that for sure. I also broke up with a guy over tigers once because he thought <laughs> tigers should not be protected. He what, said did he, that, did he want a tiger? No, he said, no, he said, because I was saying we've got to protect them from extinction. He was like, why? How's it going to impact your life if they're gone? <laughs> And I got really outraged. <laughs> and we broke up in a Barnes and Noble and I had to call my parents to come pick me up. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. <sighs> Terrible. <laughs> Barnes and Noble. I feel like that is also the beginning of that, a sitcom on that one. Barnes and Noble is a very specific type of people. Type of when you were date like that was the place to go. Like you went to the Barnes oh. and Noble and you got a coffee. Oh, I went there to study, so I don't. I oh. guess I was real nerd. Oh no, we went there to hang out to the barn. I also Noble. would go to Starbucks and places to watch other people go on dates. Yes, I, that I I do love that. Ooh. I'm so sorry to be a peeker to those if they've ever noticed me. Sorry. We should talk about that though. The kind of like voyeurism <laughs> of watching somebody on a on a date. Oh, oh, that was one of my favorite things. I'm so sorry once again as a bartender. Yeah. I, it was oh. one of my favorite things to watch. Yes, I'm sure. Oh my oh, God. So good. Uh, also, just want to throw in honorable mention. One time I was on a date and the toilet was clogged and I did amazing things to fix that toilet because I was worried he would think it was me. And I've heard that story from multiple people. So I think that is yeah. a common, common story. Yeah. 
Uh, and then also, also, uh, a lot of people that I asked about this wrote in about uh, other guys kind of like being jerks and I guess like cheering when you left the room or something like you were the what? conquest. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like, if they thought the guy had had sex with you, their friend had had sex with you, you would leave and they would all cheer. And uh, Is that like a frat thing? Because that sounds like a very frat thing. And uh, I want to punch someone in the throat just for that. Many people wrote to me about that. So that is wow. definitely a thing. Yeah, and it's gross. Uh, but a lot of people, uh, when I asked them about their bad dates that were funny, that's what they came back with. And I was like, this is, this that is, is not odd. funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did go on a date with a dude who <laughs> we ended our night. <laughs> oh, I want to hear it. Uh-oh. In the basement of his house that he shared with his sister so he could put on his um, EDM DJing station for me. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Lights, strobe lights, and all, y'all. Yes. Oh, oh you're welcome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was going to do a whole thing on like, I did a, a seven minutes in heaven once with a guy and he had braces and his braces got caught in my lip and we had to like go, <laughs> go find You had the classic teenage nightmare, sitcom nightmare. Oh. I mean, what is your life? Like I have, I feel like I do have the ridiculous, I hate the show Girls, but if there was, I would be that and you would be any other sitcom that was adorable and cute and I would just be gross. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a, a sitcom, a television show for all of this that does exist. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, clearly we have a lot of stories and we didn't even get through all of them. So, no, we did no, not. No, we did not. And we want to hear from you listeners if you feel comfortable sharing, if you've got a funny, bad dating story, if you've got thoughts about dating at all right now, which sounds like a real hmm, nightmare to me personally, <laughs> but yep. I understand that it's not to everyone. Please send them our way. You can email us at stephaniamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Oh, Christina, do you have stories? Yes, Christina, please send oh. us your stories. Uh, and thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. 
And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.